everyone. Welcome to Tell Me Why, where we take a look at the why behind some of the news, events, and decisions at American Airlines. And our topic for today's episode has definitely been in the news a little bit, and that is the Boeing 737 MAX. So you may have seen that the FAA recently reauthorized the MAX, and as American looks to enter into commercial service here in a few weeks, um, we are excited to have two men who were critical to making that happen. I'm Caroline Clayton with the Global Engagement Team, and I want to welcome John DeLue and Chris Harrell. So welcome, guys. Thank you, not only for coming today, but for everything you've done for the industry, for American, to getting the MAX back up. Thank you, Caroline. So, John, you're chair of the National Safety Committee um, for the Allied Pilots Association, as well as chair of the APA's 737 MAX Return to Service Ad Hoc Committee. We'll talk about what exactly that means. And Chris, you are American 737 Fleet Captain. Yes. Um, so no doubt you've been busy. John, let's start with you as the chair of that ad hoc committee. Tell us why that group was formed and what you've been up to over the past year and a half. Thank you, Carolyn. Uh, well, after the 737 MAX was grounded, uh, APA uh, made a decision that when and if the 737 MAX was to return to service for revenue flight for American Airlines, we want to have input and to make sure that the airplane was safe, not just for our passengers, but for our crew. And so we, we wanted to have direct input and involvement with that process. And so we, we formed that committee uh, for members from the APA National Safety Committee, the APA National Training Committee, uh, Government Affairs Committee, as well as a member from the Board of Directors. And so we built our, formed our committee and uh, shortly after the committee was formed, uh, American Airlines Flight and Training Department reached out to us and uh, we decided let's pool our resources and work together as a team, which we did. And uh, so over the last uh, year and a half, uh, we've worked as a team uh, trying to make sure that we have uh, improved safety, have input to the industry. And as we continued our journey, we had APFA Safety join us as well as American Airlines Flight Service. And so that is our return to service ad hoc committee as it stands now. And That's so we've, we've been very uh, engaged with input to both the FAA and Boeing to collectively as a group. It sounds like um, sort of unprecedented collaboration, which is nice to see. So you mentioned some of the changes that the group has sort of helped drive. Chris, what are some of those changes that we're going to see when the MAX returns to the air? Well, thank you. Yeah, over the uh, past 20 months or so, the uh, FAA and regulators from around the world have been reviewing the flight control system on the MAX. And they've been looking at the um, MCAS, which is the Maneuvering Characteristic Augmentation System, as well as um, other systems associated with that, the uh, Autopilot Flight Director System, and looking at uh, different kinds of improvements and changes that need to occur to those systems before the aircraft can return to service. So they've updated uh, flight control software and, um, and other software as well. And uh, they've also added information to our flight manuals and changed some of the uh, non-normal checklists which pilots will use in case of a non-normal situation should arise. So John, did pilots have direct impact in those changes? Did they inform them or drive and, and give their input? That's a great question, Caroline. So the Boeing, when they redesigned this aircraft, uh, they had to ensure that the training and that the pilot's awareness of the systems was effective. So uh, with the FAA, uh, they had something called what we refer to the Joint Operations Evaluations Board, JOAB for short. And uh, they needed pilots who were already qualified in these aircraft to be able to go in the simulator and demonstrate that they could use the, the new systems as they've been redesigned and that the training was effective. So they reached out to American Airlines to solicit pilots that we could forward to, to Boeing. 
and the FAA, and they elected to pick four pilots, two from Southwest, actually, and two from American Airlines. And our two pilots are involved with the current, with the qualification training aspect of it. And so they went twice to the simulators to uh, first time to go through it and then come back 30 days later to verify that the training was effective. And I must say our pilots did a fantastic job. Not surprising. We have the best pilots, I think, in the industry. Um, so if I am a pilot watching this, Chris, what is training going to look like when I come back? Is it going to look different? Is there a lot of new stuff that maybe I haven't trained on before? Yeah, so specific for the max return to service, uh, pilots are going to get um, five different required CBTs that are sent out by Boeing and then one additional intro uh, that we've added to that. So it'll total of six CBTs that'll be added as well as there'll be uh, updates to our OM1 uh, flight manuals as well as a QRH and our uh, systems manual. And there'll be also a couple of flight operations bulletins. And then on top of that information, they'll have a, a simulator event where they get a one-hour briefing and two hours in the simulator to get some hands-on experience with some of the new non-normal checklists. Um, I actually got a chance to do that training just last week, and uh, all of it's conducted with a Czech airman. And I think our pilots are really going to like it. It's an opportunity to get hands-on and, and really understand the systems a little bit better. I think it's great. You know, so much training at American already. And then this is just an additional layer. I think it's people a lot of peace of mind and comfort that when the pilots are ready and feel good and confident that we should, too. Um, so I think it's obvious that pilots have played a big part in this, but they're not the only ones. Our tech ops team has a lot to do with the recertification process. So uh, have they been involved in making sure that the aircraft is safe to fly for either one of you? Yeah. In fact, so we had an opportunity to go up uh, a couple of months ago up to Tulsa and kind of tour what uh, some of the Tulsa, what they've been working on and, and different um, engineering orders that they've been applying to the aircraft. And there's over 60 different engineering orders that they've been putting on the aircraft and really uh, taking care of the aircraft. They've been making sure that, you know, the um, all the airworthiness directives that will be coming out have been in, uh, complied with, as well as taking care of the uh, different systems on board the aircraft, running the engines and uh, making sure that the aircraft will be fit to fly after it goes through a deep preservation task. So they put a lot of TLC into these aircraft and they're really taking uh, good care of them. Also not surprising at all. Yeah. So you two have dedicated a good chunk of your life over the last year and a half to two years to this. Is there any final words as we get ready to put the, the plane back in the air that you'd like to share with people? Go ahead. All right, I guess I'll go first. Uh, no, the only thing I would like to say is, um, you know, I've, I've been at American for 30 years. Uh, this is definitely a trying time for our airline. Um, it's actually a trying time for our country, believe it or not. And so with, with everything going on, this was another challenge that we had to meet. But what I find comfort in this journey is that we work together collaboratively with, you know, Chris and his team, the training department, APFA, uh, flight service, the folks in Tulsa, the tech ops folks. We work together as a team. And I'll tell you, this journey has been uh, very uh, positive for everybody involved because we, we took a project that seemed like it was going to take forever and we were able to move the dime with our, with our input. We made improvements not just for American Airlines, but for the industry as a whole. So what I, what I like about this was the collaboration and, and I think that this is a model for future successful projects at this airline and for the labor associations. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that as well. The, the collaboration effort was really um, top notch for this. We really have worked hard together. Um, and like you said, APFA has been involved in flight service and uh, tech ops, you know, across a lot of different departments to make sure that we have smooth return to service as we can. So um, I think that that's what we're going to see going forward with our company. 
Absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you both again for being here, but really just for everything you've given for American and for the industry and for all of us who will be flying the MAX. And thanks to everyone for tuning in. You can catch this episode on JetNet or the iTunes store. And as always, if you have an idea of something you'd like us to cover, shoot us a note and we'll look at it. In the meantime, happy holidays and everybody stay safe. Thank you, Caroline. Thanks.